transmitting to you from Old Heart Radio. Which is, which is perfect because the music's still playing at this point. Lock the start. Watch movie last night, but I think it's... And... You know, we're here. So what, we're, we're here. Off the start. I imagine this is this is perfect because the music is still playing at this point. Off the start, I watched a movie last night that I think is a hundred percent better than one of the films we're going to talk about today, and arguably better than the other. Uh, I watched Paddington last night. Mm. The one with the bear. The one with the bear. <laughs> what I that is like the near is like a near perfect family film. I've never, I've never seen it. I've, uh, I'm familiar with like the the novel, not the oh. whole book. The, 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 the book. I don't even know. It's not even a novel. It's a kid's book, right? There's no fucking. Yeah. Characters in it, Do, but honestly, that was a great movie. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, who? Okay. Who? Who stars it's, in the movie? Off the top of your head. Oh, um, the dude who plays Paddington is the guy who plays Q in the recent Bond movies. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. Nicole Kidman's the bad guy. Of course. <laughs> um, oh, oh God, the dude was a doctor recently. Older man. Uh, His name is escaping me. I don't know. Anyway, Nicole Nicole Kidman is 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 all you need in that in that lineup. I think. She, yeah. I just got done watching uh, this other fucking piece of work with her. It's called The Undoing. It's on it's mm. on HBO. Oh. Uh, <laughs> And it's just, it's honestly, it's this wild, like limited series starring her and Hugh Grant. Hmm. That's a good cast. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, they like, you just, you don't figure it out until like the very end of the series, like the big mystery that they're presenting in it. So sweet. I I don't want to like, I don't want to ruin it too much for you. You should watch it. It's uh, yeah. I got a month. I got a month of HBO. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, Damn, I gotta say, like I was, I was loading this up, and I was thinking, like, what episode of Matinee Edition are we on? And this, this is number sixty. I think it's mm-hmm. a perfect, a perfect number to end the year on. Like, this is we, we are recording this on New Year's Eve, and I'm gonna post it right after this. I'm Sweet. not slou- not slouching this time, hot dogs. Okay, there this- it is. <laughs> we, but I'm proud of that number. We've seen two movies, yep. both of which were released on Christmas. Oh yeah. And depending and I know that the children the chillins had w- one movie ruined Christmas. <laughs> the other one the kids definitely didn't understand. And we're going to talk about the latter first. Yeah. The Pixar's Soul. Yeah. It I just watched it last night and I I guess do we have do people do spoilers for Pixar movies? I mean, I guess I, I think we should. That's a, that's a legitimate. I I mean, like I don't really care if people get angry about it. I just yeah. Is it like is it proper to do spoilers for a Pixar movie? I don't know. I don't know. I think <laughs> I think out of, out of respect for the listener, if you if you care enough to watch Soul, which I I th- let's let's just give a quick no spoiler how we feel about it. I okay. really I enjoyed it. There are issues, 
but I would recommend that movie to anyone. Oh yeah. I mean, I, I actually, I mean, I agree with that. Like I, it's a very, it's, it's a very nice Pixar movie. Yeah. Uh, and like the animation is fucking killer and it's, um, it's really great. It's so good. And it has a lot uh, of personality as well. Yeah. And I definitely like, I think people will pick up parts of the story that like they can attach themselves to. And I think that's a, that's a really unique thing about it. So, yeah, you know, I, I definitely would recommend checking it out. Yeah. But, and so if you want to go and watch soul now after our, both of our positive recommendations, uh, go ahead and watch it and then come right back and listen to episode 60 of Matinee edition. <laughs> but uh, before you do that, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, the, <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> welcome no. back welcome back uh listeners that just <laughs> want to watch soul uh we're here with our spoiler talk now uh yeah. so filled. how about all so, that really deep shit that children that watch that movie won't understand that's that's what like i i thought it was so funny how this was presented as like a, a movie not necessarily for kids but you know like pixar movies are always geared towards kids at least yeah uh yeah and i was like there's no way any child is even understanding the weightiness of this fucking thing like you know, from like the idea that like their purse their their burgeoning personality is like is like a piece of this i dude, don't know weird cosmic system <laughs> that gets put dude i mean it's or. the whole it's the whole thing where there's a balance that gets struck with a family film and i would call this yeah. it's aiming to be a family film and paddington fucking nails it where <laughs> Shout there's out to Paddington. I know. Well, it was, I was so impressed with that movie. So a good family film is written. It's written well enough that adults can laugh and have a good time with it, mm. but it isn't. And it has enough physical humor to keep, keep kids entertained, mm. but not every joke that's for adults has to be explained to the kids. For sure. Like Paddington did that phenomenally well because there was jokes that were very adult in it yeah. that weren't like all about like sex and shit. Mm-hmm. And, but I was able to understand. I was able to laugh at it. Soul doesn't fuck like the philosophical shit that movie talks about. And like li- the literal meaning of life. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. It's that's what, that's why I like, that's why like after a while you have to stop. Like, I guess you kind of stop watching it in this lens of like a kid, like what, like well, as a kid's movie and you kind of like, yeah. like look at what the subjects are that they're talking about. And sure. There's like, you know, elements of fun for the kids. It's, yeah. it's almost like a reverse Pixar movie where like the head, like it's prominently for adults, but it's, but it's like wrapped up in fun animation. So the kids are entertained with themselves. Yeah. Like, Oh my God, his soul landed in a cat. Now he's like meowing at him all the time. Like, which and is then, kind of but- funny. But, but then there was the really like slightly dark joke of right after that of the cat going up up to die. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. It was like soul for soul, something's going up there. <laughs> Both me, me and Kate watching that were just like, no. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's what I was like. Yeah, it just like I don't know. It, it, the oh god, one of the things that got me was like when he. Uh, kind of first starts like pairing up with 22 his like partner his like mentee mentee soul he's men you know uh what, what's the guy's name again I'm, I'm blanking off the top of my head uh uh jamie fox what yeah jamie fox's <laughs> character he so he's like mentoring a, a soul and uh he goes through like his own like life for a second 
And like, there are plenty of like, I mean, granted, like the first thing he walks up to is like him clicking and like on a remote and like looking at a TV. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, we're all doomed. <laughs> <laughs> but then it was like, I mean, he started looking at other, I don't know. It just, it, it was just like, it was, it was, I don't know. It was just wild how so quickly they made his character realize that his life was nothing or yeah. like at least in his mind, you know what I mean? Like in his, From, yeah. his point of view, because he didn't do this one specific thing. Yeah. And, uh, and know, I, will, I think that's important as fuck for people. I will say when they brought it back to him doing his one specific thing and mm-hmm. then not feeling gratified with himself and not feeling like he was prepared to like die as soon as he walked out of the door yeah, was like, it was, it, it really um, wrapped it wrapped up like the human condition in a very interesting way that definitely kids wouldn't be able to understand, but I thought was really meaningful and really a cool thing to see over film. Yeah. Well, and that's what I mean. Like, I feel like, like they, they geared this story more for like maybe young adults and adults just yeah. like kind of, you know, because yeah, like I don't know, like I don't know a single fucking kid that wants to ponder the meaning of life. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like I mean, there and even like some jokes in this. Like my favorite bit in the film is when they're going through like the uh, the mentor like introduction thing. Oh yeah, yeah. And there's at, there's at the, the kid that, at the U seminar. Yeah. <laughs> there's a kid that was like a. He's like he the <laughs> the kid's like I'm a highly driven megalomaniac that is completely opportunity reliant. Yeah, and they just go, wow, this one's going to be a handful. Yeah, I mean <laughs> that was kind of interesting. Like that was kind of fun. Like seeing, I mean, once he got to that dimension, like that dimension or whatever you want to call it, where they're like creating new potential souls for for the earth yeah. or whatever. Like it was it was kind of like <laughs> it, it was interesting seeing how they broke it down. But it was also like, I don't know. There's just something so weird about it because I was just like, it's, it gives people like this sense that like, you know, your personality's built for you. And, it, yeah. and that, that's something I really didn't like out of the whole movie. I was just like, yeah. that's not fucking like, that's, that's, that's I think that's a f- bad lesson to teach kids. <laughs> well, I think that's, that said, it's like, it's interesting you say that. I actually think that that was something that was in there for ease of understanding for kids. I mean, probably, but I think that's, a, I, like, again, I, I think it's, like, I think it's not, like, a, I, I just think they could have. It's definitely not productive. I mean, yeah, yeah, I don't <laughs> think it's productive. Uh, but, I mean, overall, though, like, like I was saying earlier, like, though, like, things about this movie, I loved the music in this movie. Because oh, it's great. I love jazz anyway. So, like, yeah. it was just, like, it was nice to, like, just have and even And even, like, once they got to, like, the whatever, like, after, before life shit. Yeah. They like even then the score how it swapped from jazz into this like cool like ambient synthy stuff was yeah. really cool. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, the animation again was fucking phenomenal. Like the 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 shots of him playing the piano and like watching his oh, fingers absolutely. go over the keys and move and everything was so fucking trippy. I was like, what I'm, the heck, man? I'm curious because Pixar always gets like experts in to advise on the presentation of like art in their films. Like Fair they enough. got, I think the best one is they got, um, Oh, his name's something Keller. And he's like a highly notable chef who has like seven Michelin star restaurants at this point. He oh. came in and did all the advising for the kitchen design and Ratatouille. Nice. And there's been, there's like, that's just the example that I know off the top of my head, but so they probably brought did, somebody in. Yeah. There's somebody in, like I remember seeing with like a ton of different stuff. 
like a ton, ton of different movies from them. They had different experts advising on how to present it. Fair so enough. I'm intrigued to see who was the jazz guy. What was, what was kind of uh, extra. I agree with you. I'd, I'd have to look that up. Uh, one of the things I, I love that also kind of like got me visually for a second was when uh, Terry, the character Terry first goes yeah. into like the real world or whatever and interacts with that different type of animation yeah. It was so fucking cool, but yeah. it, made the, it made the, like the, the, you know, um, like the people and everything he was interacting with looks so much fucking more like so much realer. Yeah. Just like right next to it, which I thought was a really cool effect that they pulled off throughout that. And I Terry did think that was one of my favorite characters. Yeah. <laughs> I did think it was pretty fucking hilarious when Terry like scooped up the asshole character yeah. and like dropped him on the side after he had like seen death. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> definitely a joke that would go over kids heads that right. that dude was having an existential crisis <laughs> there, like oh, on the side of the road but yeah, man, but, I, mean, I don't know like overall i definitely i definitely would tell people to go watch it it's a it's a yeah. good movie i just don't i just think there's a few things i was just sort of like eh. i don't know weirded out about it. but like you know overall like there's definitely way more elements to like enjoy about this movie you know yeah it's definitely like i it would go over kids heads but in the same way as like this movie feels like, oh, let's take the existential slash like life, like like the what we expect and want from our lives of the beginning of Up, which I know you haven't fucking seen. I haven't, haven't watched it. The first, the first fifteen minutes of that, it absolutely tears adults apart because it totally pays in. It totally is like the themes of this movie. Mm-hmm. It's like they saw, oh, people love that shit. Let's yep. just make it a whole movie. So I, I don't think this, yeah. I think this entire movie goes over kids' heads, but will be like extremely emotional for adults. Hell yeah. I agree. I mean, get into it though. Yeah. I just, I just recommend people look at it and take it, take it in. Cause it's, it's, I don't know, like all Pixar movies for the most part, uh, even the ones I haven't seen, I just, which I'm just like immune to at this point. They're on Disney but, plus, but, but they're all fucking worth watching. You know, did you ever watch onward? No. You should you should check it out. Good voice cast. Fair enough. That's, that's the mo- other most recent one that's on Disney Plus. Fair enough. Um, but okay, so from something reasonably good to yeah, to the other movie that dropped I on Christmas, legitimately <laughs> was bored through so much of it. Yeah. So you have a drawing of her behind you in your room. Oh hell yeah! Because as a character, this- Wonder Woman is a fantastic character, but. Wonder Woman in 84 had left some things to be desired. Again, can I we, guess we, spoilers we, if you really care, but yeah. like it sucked. It it was disappointing. And that's, you know, that that's the truth. There's so much hype going into this movie. And then they just completely fucked up any good storyline that could have happened out of it. I know. This movie felt like 10 movies in one movie. It it felt so overwritten. Well, yeah. Well, like, uh, well, I mean, like, I just, we, they just didn't develop the fucking script. They could have developed it so much better. They, yeah. they, feels like nothing was left on the cutting room floor. Yeah. Well, like, the, and nothing was cut from the script drafts either. It feels like this is a first draft that they just streamlined into an entire movie. I mean, potentially, like, they just, they, they, they held on to key uh, scenes that made, that made the movie pop 
uh, right out the gate. It was yeah. really fucking. It it was a really it was a really should cool just, sequence. Watching what's up? Should we just knock out the f- good things first? Like you were gonna say, and actually, yeah, sure. the intro is really good. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I just think like uh, there 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 are certain elements of it that that stand out. Like the the intro at the uh, Themyscira, always fucking worth checking out. Yeah, uh, it's always fun to see what they're what they're, goes on on that island, and they did a good job with that again. Absolutely, uh, the mall scene was pretty fucking cool too. Uh, you know, because particularly you're getting introduced to like modern where Wonder Woman where she's at, but it's kind of like I don't know. You get to see her use her lasso really, really like really quick right up there, and it's really awesome to see her use it more. You see her new outfit, which is a really fucking cool outfit to be honest. And uh, but but there's but that's it until about like the scene where she probably gets the invisible jet yeah that's only i want to say because of the invisible jet <laughs> no, I, I actually i sort of ruined the invisible jet for maybe as of how it lacked setup well that's and, it that, that that's what i'm saying it's like yeah. that it's only because they put the invisible jet in the movie that that part was cool it was like, pretty fu- it was pretty funny watching this with with kate just because i was like trying to hold out and be like there's it's gonna pick up it's like the oh, yeah. first hour of Endgame. Like it's gonna, it's gonna get good, you and it never fucking did. No, no and, they and, were, and and that's. I, I mean, like this, the the invisible jet scene's a great example because, like you said, there's no setup for it. So what's weird she, is like she said, she said when she was turning it invisible, like that she's been. Oh, I did this. I did this to a mug, and I lost it. Show us that at the beginning of the movie. Well, yeah. I mean, there's no context for it. There's no context for her power to turn things invisible. There's and, also no. And, context for her flying but we'll get there no there's plenty of context for that well not in the movies but but there's plenty of context for her flying like she flies all the time in the fucking comics and she so does it's, so it's about time she did that they just it's not it's the problem with her flying is that is that it's not in line with the continuity of the snyder movies which patty jenkins has said that she tries to align her wonder woman movies up with if it's if it's in line with the snyder movies then why the fuck did nobody in man of steel mention that day where That's, everybody wishes came true <laughs> That's what I'm saying, dude. There's and so the, many and the, plot holes in this throughout this entire fucking movie. And Soviet Russia and the U.S. went for mutually assured nuclear destruction. So basically, basically they like took elements from like the Watchmen. Yeah. They, they uh, in in that whole sequence because that's all it was. It was just, it was just like it was like all right. Now we're just going to play on everybody's nuclear fears. Yep. For some reason, like, which what was would like, happen if the Cold War actually happened? Yeah. But to be honest, uh, this uh, just uh, you know uh, the idea. Uh, Maxwell Lord was I. I love Pedro Pascal, but his character is fucking weird and stupid. I, and and I, they didn't I, I, do I, I, him. They I, didn't do him right. Like I want to touch on. I want to touch on a, like two more po- two more positive things. Relatively positive. Yeah. One of which is Pedro Pascal, and I will actually defend. I don't think so, man. I think he fucking sucked. Like, really? Yeah, I think well, he was I a fucking. I, think, I think it was. I think it was a. I think it was a garbage performance in in being from i mean being he he did a garbage performance based on a garbage script yeah i don't think i don't think the failures of character are the actor's fault i think kristen wig was fine i think gal gadot was fine i think fucking chris pine was fine and i think peter pascal was enjoyable to watch but they all were failed by the script i don't know man i'm I'm not gonna i guess i yeah we're gonna disagree on that one i don't think he was i i think i think he was probably, aside from Kristen Wiig, he was probably the least enjoyable person in the movie. Uh, really? Yes, because, like, you know what to expect from Gal Gadot. 
Yeah. Like, you know what to expect from her acting. She uh, nails Kristen, Kristen Wiig. Nails should they get, the, oh, sorry. Go for it. No, we're, I, we're, we're impassioned. The Kristen Wiig was, they, they gave her her comedic moments, but they also showed that she doesn't like, she can't be taken seriously. Yeah. Uh, which sucks for her as an actress, but it's just the truth based on this movie. Why uh, the fuck? Why did they do the Electro from Amazing Spider-Man or Jim Carrey in Batman Forever root of this? Why Why do they, Why does it always have to be a nerd that becomes confident because they got evil powers? Yeah, like, well, it's like a mixture, dude. It's like, like she kind of, like her character is probably, her character is the one that probably like evolves and you get the, the most yeah. evo- like story, like uh, you see the evolution. Like yeah. everybody else's character changes over the movie, but it's just like all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's very jarring. And I want to, I want to quickly on like the note of script and like pacing and structure of this film. The one, like the one thing that I feel like Gal Gadot really nails about Wonder Woman, especially in the first movie mm. is that she understands the physicality of the character. She might not have like mm. amazing acting chops, but I mean, like we saw in Fast and Furious, she looked good riding a motorcycle. She's intimidating as fuck, holding like yeah, well, fucking around with people. Exactly, like, dude. She has that physicality, but this movie is two and a half hours long, and there are three action sequences yeah. featuring her. Yeah, it's such a waste. It, it was it was so weird. Like the that that was and the one case. one of the action sequences was in the golden chicken armor, and it looked like garbage. It looked absolutely ridiculous. Uh. But like you know, speaking to her character throughout this movie, um, I didn't. I just thought it was so absurd that it took her uh, so long to like get her to try to get her powers back. Yeah, and I thought it was absurd that like she like it just it was just so weird. It was like you're depowering you're depowering the strongest female character in like the DC continuity. Yeah, and you're doing it because she loves a dude and i was like that's like that's like the most bullshitty thing to fucking do to wonder woman in a fucking movie let me just say like the intro scene when they get to the 80s and it's the mall heist in the fucking starcourt mall from stranger things they um (laughs) the kids were there i swear (laughs) like that was like absurd it was fun it was really buying into the vibe of like the superman movies like the early superman movies like it was campy it was sort of dumb fun and i was so excited but after that like it didn't feel like a movie that was set in the 80s at all except for like steve trevor wearing the clothes and shit it was the mall scene and that otherwise you could have just made this movie in present day pretty much like and and that was like the weird thing about it like it just it it, the only thing that kept the time after like those couple key scenes uh which shout outs to Chris Pine's humor. He, he hit his humor he's, notes. He's I gotta great. be honest. Um, but even if, even if Steve Trevor is a glorified plot device in this film, yeah. Chris Pine is a charismatic actor. Nonetheless, I saw this great tweet speaking of Chris Pine's character in the movie that, uh, about, <laughs> it was like, how weird is it in wonder woman that she sleeps with this dude that just is like Chris oh, Pine's God. body is inhabiting. And then at the end of it, she meets that dude and doesn't even tell him or anything. And it's do you know just what like, that guy's, do you know what that guy's credit as? What? Handsome man. <laughs> Handsome man. <laughs> I want to, I want to point out one other thing uh, on the, on the eighties yeah. though. First there there's, 
I, I, the one noticeable improvement in this movie over the first Wonder Woman, in my opinion, is the mm. score because Hans Zimmer did it. Yeah, and for sure. A gift from God. Yeah. It was phenomenal. They lost, they didn't use any 80s music in this movie, mm. which blows my mind. And I had to go back and look and see yeah. if they, like, if they, the soundtrack had anything on it. There was nothing. The trailer was to that fucking awesome cover of Blue Monday. And then they proceeded to not use any 80s music. If you're yeah, gonna do wild, nostalgia, man. play on the nostalgia. Probably could have done a little bit. <laughs> and it was like that scene with um fuck, like that scene with uh Cheetah like doing deadlifts. Oh, like yeah. throw some Madonna on that. For I sure. mean, come on. Like there's like there's it's ripe with these moments, which I did see something. I was listening to mostly nitpicking. They did a three hour and 45 minute long podcast on Wonder Woman 84. And they were talking about how it seems like they weren't able to get music rights for streaming because there are, there are tracks in this movie that are ripped out of Batman versus Superman and the movie sunshine Hmm. for no apparent reason. (laughs) Oh yeah. It's a great movie. Uh, Uh, Well, that's weird. But yeah, it seems like they were looking to get music rights and then weren't able to. Hmm. That's interesting. Bizarre to me. Uh, Canada, kind of quick here. We got to talk about the end scene. Um, the end scene, like whole sequence. Uh, no, starting dumb. with starting with Wonder Woman and Cheetah fighting. It was it was. Why? I want to just not good. Even <laughs> right, be- right before that scene, why the fuck did they show Wonder Woman flying without? the armor that has wings also that the scene of her learning to fly yeah i don't care i don't care if there's like precedent in the comics for her to fly i'm cool with that nothing pisses me off more than a film reusing dialogue from early in the film over some like dramatic sequence yeah it's campy it's, uh, it's, it's, it's campy and, in like the worst way. And I agree. Like the way they introduced her flying abilities was super, like, I, I, I'm glad that she's fucking, fucking fly, finally flying in the, yeah. in the series, but of movies or whatever. Uh, but yeah, it was like the way they did it was just like so jammed in there and it didn't make like much sense why like she spent the, this time making an invisible jet. And then like all of a sudden it's like, I can fly now. <laughs> and then goes and picks up the armor with wings. Yeah. It, and it, then flies. It didn't really make much sense there. Like she, but, I will say like that could have been cut. The, all the Egypt shit could have been cut, which for sure. also not, not Although to, that's, they didn't, they, that wasn't necessarily Egypt. It was like, it was like this fictional country in the DC continuity. Oh, and I think they, I think I'm thinking Egypt because they referenced the uh, city where black Adams from. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. But that yeah. you know that was just like a, a good plug for that. Wink. Uh, but yeah, yeah. There's t- I mean, there's plenty of stuff that could be cut, uh, Which, including like probably like five minutes out of the end scene. Like oh, totally. Like, I will. I will. Not to get so us much. further away from the end sequence, we'll go right back there after this. The we have incons- three minutes. The inconsistency of the wishes. Yeah. Trevor can't get his body back, but they build a fucking wall instantly. They and and Kristen Wiig turns into a jellical cat. Yeah, it, well, and that was, like, the strange thing was, like, her turning into a cat was, like, out of nowhere. It, yeah. it, it based on, like, the, the way the movie was going. Because, I like, expected all a of transformation. Sudden he just, yeah, well, all of a sudden he just, like, like made her a, like, human cat 
hybrid, she which was strange. She does it like, in this movie so Wonder Woman can have a physical adversary. There's no sure. other reason for her to be in this. But their fight was so lackluster. It was ridiculous. It was uh, bad. And, like, you know, like, this armor that Wonder Woman has was supposed to be able to, like, fight back all the armies of the world or whatever. Being torn it, up. It got, gets torn up so quick. And I'm like, I'm not buying that she does that strong. No. Uh, but also, my beef was my beef. My main beef was how she dealt with Maxwell Lord, because because uh, seemingly he's like fucking up all this shit, and instead of like somehow using her lasso to like, you know, wheedle wheel him, we, you know, make him feel like bad about it or like realize what he's doing, like they should have done like taken a page out of the comics and like and like snapped. She should have snapped his fucking neck, because there's <laughs> this, there's this whole great storyline where it culminates with like Superman being controlled by Maxwell Lord, and the only person that can stop him is Wonder Woman, right? Because she's the only yeah. one fucking powerful. So, wait, a, a quick question. I'm not very familiar with Maxwell Lord. Mm-hmm. Is this in line? He, he, with has, his he has like he has light telekinetic. He has like tele telepathic uh, abilities to my. Uh, okay. Basically, um, and so like, but that's they could have they they could have had that perfect moment here where it was yeah. like it was like a Man of Steel moment almost where it's like seemingly you can't you have to choose one or the other and wonder woman's the character that goes that far like wonder woman out of the whole dc trinity is the one that's like i will fucking kill this person if it'll stop this shit (laughs) and so like that was like it was like you have this really like you have this last vestige of like maybe a powerful moment for the character and they just fuck it up again and like that i just that was the thing they just underplayed wonder woman the entire movie and this is a wonder woman film it's like yeah that's so stupid uh so that, that, that's pretty much all I got to say on the movie. Aside was, from, wait, the, the, the cameo at the end of Linda Carter was fucking awesome. I will say that. It was awesome, but it was also, ugh, I, it, felt, it felt dumb. It was, it was cool, but I, I, I did not, I was like, eh, it's hand-fisted. Maybe. I think, I, I, thought, it was really, I thought it was cool. Because like, I, either way. I will, I may, I may plug it later, but I'm considering making a whole fucking YouTube video tearing apart this movie. There you go. <laughs> and well, I will see if I ever make it. Me and me and Kate wanted to make it. We there should go, we were gonna talk um favorite movies and stuff of this year, but maybe oh, we'll yeah. just save that for our recap of yeah, uh, sure. twenty twenty and like our plans for the future, which we're gonna record in a couple of days. Yeah, yeah. We got one of the we got that coming up. The the old heart state of the union. It'll be a local yokels podcast, but it'll yeah. be a we'll do like uh, twenty twenty, how we felt about it, what we're yeah. trying to do in twenty twenty one. Exactly. But that being said, you know, don't watch go watch Soul. Wonder Woman Wonder Woman <laughs> 1984. Don't waste your time. I hate to say that about a Wonder Woman movie, but like yeah, go watch Soul instead. Yeah. Uh, Soul's much more worth it. Disney Plus is half the price of yeah. <laughs> of HBO Max and you Pretty don't have much. to pay $30 for Soul. Pretty much. Also, uh you could uh, definitely spend time uh, listening to these podcasts, which <laughs> also would be a good idea, uh, you know, or find us on Instagram at Old Heart Radio, which there would be go. fantastic, or, or, Twitter. Uh, or Twitter at Old Heart and Space, or just subscribe to the fucking YouTube channel, people, because it's up there. All it. right. Oh, wait, no, that, that would probably get this taken down, huh? No, it wouldn't. What? Well, I, I'm so confused how they take things down. Anyway, it's, it's, it's a bad algorithm. Damn you, YouTubes. Uh, <laughs> Probably get demonetized. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. We're always demonetized here at Old Heart Radio. There it is. <laughs> uh, but seriously, thanks for listening. This is episode 60. I'm fucking stoked that we hit that number before the end of the year. Hell yeah. Uh, 
we will be back with a local yokels later in the week indeed we will there it is well peace and chicken grease cheers Thank you.